Hey, everybody. If you've been looking for love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to June 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Hey and welcome to the Short Stuff. I'm Josh. There's Chuck and this is Short Stuff. So let's stop wasting time and begin speaking now. <laughs> uh, yes, we are going to talk about adoption, birth certificate access. Mm -hmm. And where did we get this? Uh, where did we get some of this from? Uh, I believe we found it on How Stuff Works, but they republished it from the conversation. It, we're working largely from an article by Andrea Ross. Right, and this is all about the thorny matter of uh, whether or not, not really whether or not, but the idea that uh, a, a grown-up, or maybe sometimes not even grown-up, adopted person um, might want to gain access to their original birth certificate. And in many states in the United States, those are sealed and you are not allowed to unless you jump through a lot of hoops. Which is really interesting. Like you'd think access to birth certificates would be the most boring thing you can think of. But um, I saw it described as a basic human right to know your genuine identity. Right. Um, and that's a really good point. I can't I, – it's just – I'm sure it's so easy for somebody like me on the outside to just be like, well, sure, you know, do, do that or don't do that. It's you – know, is it that big of a deal? And then to, to put yourself in somebody's shoes who's going through that, who wants to know who their biological parents are and is not allowed, is being prevented from doing that by the state, I can't imagine anything more frustrating than that, really. Yeah, I got some thoughts, but we'll we'll pepper those okay. in. Uh, as it stands now, there are ten states in the United States that offer um, complete access to their original birth certificates. Um, in eighteen states, uh, I believe that you need a court order. Is that right? Yeah, in eighteen states, um, what happens is they put your original birth certificate under seal. And they issue you a supplemental birth certificate that doesn't have your biological parents' names on it. It has your adoptive parents' names. And in those states, if you successfully petition the court, they will unseal your original birth certificate, and then you can find out who your biological parents are. Right. Uh, and then in 23 states, there you can get a redacted version, which I don't even see the point no. of that. Uh, and then in 12 other states, they have uh, restrictions that allow for access and this is the one I really don't understand. It's just between if you were born between certain time frames. Yeah. So the best that I can come up with for that is that there were laws passed that that named like those dates that are still on the books that are now affecting people today. Still. Gotcha. But those dates have been outlived. So now there's people who have access to their birth certificate, whereas other people who were born after a different date, don't, which makes it arbitrary and an easy law to overturn. Okay. All right. Well, let's take a break and we'll talk about uh, kind of where this came from and how the culture has shifted over the years right after this. All right. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. 
Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey everybody, it's time you heard about Squarespace. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own website, whether it's an online course or custom merch. Squarespace has you covered. That's right. Courses is a great program. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with a powerful Fluid Engine editor. That's right. With Fluid Engine, which is a next generation website design system, by the way, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. That's right. And don't forget the commerce side, because after that, you can charge a one time fee or you can even sell a subscription. Yeah. So turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. And right now, go to squarespace.com stuff for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code stuff to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace. Uh, all right, so amending birth certificates, uh, started i think i'm saying birth uh this started in the 1940s uh originally to kind of keep parents from interfering with the adoptive family of the child and there has been um you know a, a big swing over the last 70 years since since then uh, as far as what the norms are like things have really changed over the years in terms of how adoptions go down. Yeah, because Andrea Ross points out that there's a lot of people who think that the -the off-the-books reason for sealing birth certificates was also to protect the uh, identity of unwed mothers. Because back in that time, if you if you were outed as an unwed mother who had had a what they considered illegitimate child that you you put up for adoption, um, it could probably make it hard for you to get a job. You might lose friends. Your neighbors might shun you. It was a big deal. And so yeah, she's saying like we've really come a long way since then. So if that's really the reason why we were sealing birth certificates to begin with, it doesn't make any sense anymore. Yeah, and there's a lot of states that have come around since then. Obviously, we mentioned those uh, 10 that now allow uh, complete access. But as we speak, there are uh, other states that are kind of in the midst of enacting new policy changes. I know Tennessee and Connecticut and Rhode Island all have in in the last few years um, kind of put legislation forward uh, that favor access for – I keep saying kids, but I guess – Usually you have to be over 18, right? Yeah, that's another thing, too. There are some – so clearly there's a big patchwork of laws, right? And depending on what state you live in, you might have, like you said, unfettered access or no access at all. But then there's a bunch of states that have laws that say when you turn 18, you can get your original birth certificate if you ask for it. Yeah, and it's – you know, 
adoption is different across the board in all states anyway. So it's uh, when I was going through it, I just remember being shocked at sort of every state has its own set of rules and laws and um, which, you know, obviously a lot of people feel that's how it should be states just choosing the way they want to do things, but there is no sort of straight ahead way that you can say, this is how adoption works. So it doesn't surprise me that there's no straightforward reason or way that people can determine or get their hands on their original birth certificate. Right. So, yeah. And like you said, there are some changes on the horizon. Like I think Tennessee said that um, they said a parent, a birth parent is no longer allowed to veto um, the their biological child's right to access their original birth certificate, which is a, it's a feature in a lot of states as well, where you can be granted access to, if you petition a court, but your biological parent has the right to say, nope, they can't. I don't want that released. And usually it goes the other way too. The biological child can also put, can, can revoke or veto the release of their own birth certificate to their biological parents. Yeah, I mean, it is it is a thorny issue when you start looking at kind of both sides because you certainly feel like it's a, a right to be able to know where you came from. Uh, and it's certainly made a lot easier these days with DNA testing if that's something that someone can afford to do. But uh, you also think about, you know, the right of a, a biological mom to retain their privacy. Right. Um, because if they had an adoption plan to begin with, it one of the reasons may have, or one of the things that went along with that may have been like, listen, this is why I'm doing this. I don't want to be contacted. I don't want to have a relationship. And, you know, I guess at the end of the day, even if they live in a state where they can make contact, the biological parents can still say, well, no, I don't want a relationship. Yeah, they can. For sure. So to kind of like take a middle ground for some of these states that don't have unfettered access to original birth certificates. They've created something called confidential intermediary services. And it's basically like Tinder, but for adoptions or biological families, right? So one family member can say, hey, I really want to get in touch with my biological parents. Uh, Can can you see if you can put me in touch with them? That, That service will contact the biological parents and the biological parents will either swipe left or right. Right. <laughs> um, here's what I didn't see mentioned anywhere that I can't quite wrap my head around is that these days it's um, – I think it's very uncommon for adoptive parents to to not share this information and to say like, no, I'm not going to let you know who this was. Uh, that's a very old school sort of way adoptions used to go. So I'm kind of wondering how much this matters in these modern times where where generally parents are pretty open about saying like, hey, this is who your biological parents were. If you ever want to get in touch with them, we can try and do that one yeah. day. Yeah. So um, Andrea Ross cites uh, one statistic. I'm not sure if it's in the United States in general or if it's in New Hampshire, but um, less than 1%, uh, actually less than three quarters of, of a percent of birth parents said that they don't want to be contacted by um, their biological child ever. Yeah, that I want to know more about that because that just says in states like New Hampshire, right? But in, that just seems like a very narrow sort of well, study. states offering unrestricted access. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's I guess it, it it's kind of unclear. Yeah, well, it gives it. So if you have unrestricted access to your birth certificate, I think the state 
some states give the biological parent the right to say, please, like, check the box. Like, don't I don't want to be contacted ever yeah. kind of thing. So, like, the, the kid might be able to see who the biological parent is, but they will also get a message saying, like, don't, don't bother this. They, they don't want to be contacted. Yeah, it's, you know, this is something I'm going to face one day as a, a parent of an adopted child. And it's, I think they say that girls usually are more interested in this earlier than mm-hmm. boys. And that like in the teenage years, typically girls might be a little more interested in making that connection. And boys, it's like sometimes in their adult life. But, uh, you know, this is something we're going to face. And we're always, it's always that thing where you, you're going to do, we're going to do the right thing and be like, all right, if that, if now's the time, we'll try. Sure. But there's always that risk that biological mom or and or dad is just going to say, no, thank yeah. you. And then, you know, it's just something you got to go through as a family. It's tough, tough stuff. And that's one of the tough parts about adoption. Yeah, but you guys are a strong family. You can do it. Yeah. And, you know, I would love for there to be relationships one day. But there's something that, you know, you can't force on somebody. No, definitely not. One way or the other, for sure. I think that's a good thing to remember. And to end this episode on, what do you think? I totally agree. Well, then Short Stuff is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.